1: All right, listeners, it's that time of the year again, and we've got some exciting news to share with you. The Deeply Graphic design team will be partnering once again with Adobe Max, the creative conference, November 4th through the 6th in Los Angeles, California. Designers from all over the world come to Max to learn from their design heroes, to hear the latest industry trends, and to get inspired to create their best work. Not only will we be there for live interviews and episodes, but the Adobe Max folks have given us a special discount for all the DGDC listeners. Use the promo code P19DGDC. That's P19DGDC to receive your discounted rate. Stay tuned for more information on future episodes, and we can't wait to see you at Adobe Max.
2: You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependesign.com or via
0: Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts Wes McDowell in Chicago,
2: Mikhail Morrison in Seattle.
1: Nick Longo in Los Angeles.
0: We've got a great guest this week, so we're going to kind of get on with the show. We're not going to do all the preamble we usually do. We're just going to get right into it. So yeah. Nick, why don't you go ahead and uh,
1: yeah. tell about it. Yeah, so Johnny, this is great. So t- Johnny is the top innovator in retail, as said by the Boston Globe, America's number one young entrepreneur by Business Week. He's been featured at MTV, Forbes, NPR. Also keynoted, you're a TEDx guy. You're a Disney guy. You've, you've talked at Apple and Howe and all these other places. And I love what when you just wrap it up into a nice statement. He's helping others create blueprints for building brand loyalty, creating memorable experiences, and inspiring innovation through his products. So welcome, Johnny Earl, also known as Johnny Cupcakes. Hey. Hey. Welcome, Johnny.
0: Thank you. This Thank must you feel guys. like such a step down for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no,
3: no, not at all.
0: Thanks so right, much, okay. man. We 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 got a
1: chance to meet Johnny at Max uh, last year, and uh, just through back and forths and saying let's try to find a really good time to get him on the the show. Uh, this is uh, finally our time, and we couldn't be more happy to have you, man. Thanks for joining us.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, right I think, on.
1: I think most of our our listeners are probably not only followers but know you, but feel free to just give a, you know the the few people out there that don't know your background a little brief. History of what you are, what you're doing, your brand.
3: Yeah, so uh, I trick hungry people for a living. <laughs> I, um, I I own retail stores that look and smell like actual bakeries, except uh, instead of selling baked goods, we sell graphic T-shirts, and we display them inside of refrigerators. We, I uh, have my, my stores smell like frosting. I hide vanilla-scented car fresheners in the heater vents to make it, you know, smell. So great. Uh, uh, I, love, pat- I love
0: how low-tech that approach is. It's great. Yeah, you know, you <laughs> Whatever get scrappy. Exactly. Totally. Yeah.
3: And I... Uh, we package the shirts and pastry boxes. All the t-shirts are super soft, limited edition. Once we sell out, we normally don't make them again. Um, I've, I've been doing this for 19 years full time. Um, it started as a joke when I was 18, 19 years old in a hardcore metal band. Uh, we have selling shirts out of the trunk of my car hmm. and... Uh, before that, I started 16 businesses before I was 16 years old. I was a magician. I sold glow sticks on the beach instead of fireworks. <laughs> I sold I sold Tupperware. I sold scarves. I had a pin-making business. I sold candy in school. So I – and for me, it was always the, the journey, putting a puzzle together. Um, you know, of course, I, I'd see my parents spend a lot of time commuting to work, and I really wanted to – Um, I wanted to spend more time with the people that I love. So I started all these little businesses and a lot of them didn't work out, but that's okay because failures are experiments and experimenting is how we grow. Um, But I eventually started this t-shirt brand as a joke. Uh, I had some funny nicknames, uh, Johnny Appleseed, Johnny Come Lately, (laughs) Johnny Cupcakes. (laughs) And I I put uh, Johnny Cupcakes on a shirt to advertise a bakery that did not even exist. And I wore it to work when I was working at a record shop, Newberry Comics. And all of these slightly miserable customers that never made eye contact with me, they started laughing. And what is Johnny Cupcakes? And where can I get a t-shirt? And uh, before I knew it, I was uh, selling them out of my car while my friends were hanging out with uh, cute girls at parties. I was hanging out with cute old ladies at craft fairs, hustling <laughs> um, <laughs> my my t-shirts. And and I have always been straight edge. And the more uh, the more I put into my brand, the more I got back. And and that's uh, I think that's how it is. It it is important to ask for help and delegate tasks when you need to, but. Uh, you still have to put in the hours and the time and and um that's what i that's how it started in a cupcake shell wow amazing um, but yeah i, <laughs> yeah, I, I never that. and i i'm not some uh i never studied business I never studied design I never studied marketing I had a hard time learning I went to a charter school i um uh, my parents didn't put me on any drugs or anything they put me in this project based Charter school, and it completely changed my life. I wow. took smaller classrooms hmm. hands on learning and mm-hmm. um and you know instead of learning about uh writing the traditional way, we had a class called scary stories and we the class mm-hmm. you would write scary stories and it made hmm. me want to learn and at yeah. the end of the year we'd go camping and and tell our stories by a fire and uh, but anyhow, my wacky journey brought me to where I am now, and um, it's turned into a multi-million dollar t-shirt brand. We don't sell to stores. Uh, retail is a scary business. It, it's yeah. almost a suicide mission. It changes every day. Um, but if you have that personality where you like to put puzzles together, you have a new thing to do every hour, every day. and <laughs> uh true. And mm-hmm. it and you can fall in love with it, and and I have fallen in love with it. There's been days where I've made thirty six dollars in one day. Um, there's been days where we've you know done really well. We've um, had projects or deals where we've you know made more than half a million dollars in one day. Those are few and far between. That's wow. those some of those are once in a blue moon type things. But I want everybody to know that it is the the terrible days that inspire the ideas for the big the big projects um anytime Mm -hmm. we we make a mistake or we um we have a terrible day we it inspires myself and my team to um to think differently and to think strategically and to get scrappy and hey we can't hire a a big company to make our store smell like frosting. Let's go to Bed Bath & Beyond and buy some (laughs) French vanilla car freshness. Yeah, that's
2: great. That's great.
0: All right. Before we get back to the show, I want to take a quick second and talk to you about Skillshare. I love these guys. They're an online learning community with thousands of classes for creators, entrepreneurs, and curious people everywhere just like you. You know, you listen to this show. That tells me you want to keep learning Uh, to keep furthering your career, and Skillshare is going to help you do just that. You can take classes in illustration, graphic design, uh, UI, UX design, freelancing, business ownership, all that good stuff that's going to keep you plugging along and advancing and making more money in the long run. So whether you're picking up a new skill for your day job, figuring out your next side project, or pursuing a long-time passion, Skillshare's got classes for you. And since we're talking about freelance today in the show, I found a few things right here. Uh, One's called boost your creative freelance career with personal projects. How cool is that? And then another one is called pricing your work and negotiating with clients. These are all things that we as freelancers and business owners need to know about. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today, and I'm one of them, with a special offer just for our listeners so you can get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. That's right. Skillshare is offering our listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. So to sign up for that, just go to skillshare.com slash deepend. Again, go to skillshare.com slash deepend to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash deepend. Now back to the show.
1: When we were trying to think of the right topic with you involved, I, I I think this brand loyalty thing was such a strong thing to kind of, you know, wrap our episode around because in looking at what you've done over the, you know your career and seeing how fanatic and diehard your customers are, it, you've done a great job with it. I figure who better to talk about that and give maybe our listeners some tips. We're gonna kind of break it up two ways and and start with what our listeners can do to be more to get more loyalty from our clients. You know, so even you know that I, I kind of gave. Uh, uh, Johnny, a really good kind of like look, look at like our our audience being young designers starting their own firm, small design agencies or freelancers so where do you where do you want to start? I mean, what kind of tips can they do to help cultivate uh loyal clients of their own, small designers
3: that are yeah, trying yes. everything out there That's a great question so uh as I mentioned, I don't know what I'm doing half the time <laughs> i <laughs> I am just not afraid to mess up. So I keep trying things Yeah, and what I've learned, you know, we, we have, um, there's thousands of customers that have Johnny cupcakes, logos, there's, um, and I'm on both sides of it too. I I'm trying to build brand loyalty. Um, but there's times where I want to reach out to new customers or new clients in a crowded, uh, digital diarrhea email box where we're all getting yep. these, um, where people are using and abusing CRM software and Mm -hmm. they're saying, Hey, uh, you know, Hey Johnny, I love your cupcakes. And then they copy and paste this entire message. (laughs) And it's like, Mm -hmm. you son of a gun. We don't sell real cupcakes. You just, um, so nice try, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So don't number one, don't be that person. It's not worth it to cut and paste Mm -hmm. an email. Um, I you just have to be human. You have to be human and um I would say put on your own events where people are coming to you. Um instead of trying to reach out to so many people, why not rent out like I've rented out a uh, I was I was going to give a talk in uh, phoenix arizona and it was a private event for a client of mine out there and it was not open to um, to my own customers so ah. what i did was i stayed there an extra day i rented out the phoenix art museum it was like 800 dollars more or less on a on a weeknight mm-hmm. and i sold tickets through eventbrite And I wanted the challenge of getting new people there before my own customers. So I was in the the stance of uh, the position of somebody that I wanted to be in, in the position of somebody that didn't know anybody there. Even though we do have so many customers there, I wanted new people to learn about the brand first. So I spent, um, on and off, I spent a week reaching out to design agencies, ad agencies, communication agencies. Um, I looked up, there's always articles out there on the top innovative companies of 2019 Mm -hmm. or 2020, whatever you want to look up. And those companies, I think, in my opinion, are more apt to go on a field trip or to listen to an independent brand or a designer or, or person. Um, but I ended up selling out the Phoenix Art Museum. Wow. And it was a successful night. And then we sold merchandise. And um, and it was great. It was unbelievable. And I've done that in San Francisco. I've done that in London. Um, but some other things that you can do, try to avoid email. Do email last, just as an experiment. I like that. Again, I, I get emails all the time, but... If somebody sends me a handwritten note or something that's in a unique package, I'm definitely going to see that. I can't promise I'm going to see my email, mm. uh, especially what's what's hurt a lot of people is Gmail, which most people use. A few years back, they launched a promotions tab that pre-sorts mm. your email.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes,
3: Even if you want an email from Johnny Cupcakes and you sign up for my email list, there are some people who don't see those emails. Yeah. Even though they signed up for it, yeah. so um, hmm. I I collect vintage typewriters. I own twenty-two of them. My wife only oh my knows goodness. about twenty of them. <laughs> um, Let me
1: guess; those two are the most expensive, right? right? <laughs> um,
3: no, I'm. Ju- they're not, but I just I I said I'd stop at twenty. Them, so <laughs> I, I keep I keep some in my car, some at home, some at the office. Nice, but anyhow. <laughs> i I have fallen in love with type, right, typing. Um, there's no backspace, so you you use your words yeah. with so much more color yeah. um, there's you don't need wi-fi yeah. you could yeah. I've brought it to the park i've been <laughs> kicked I've been kicked out of a couple coffee shops for being too loud yeah. <laughs> You know what uh, you
2: and Tom Hanks have this in common. Did you know that
3: I do I He's do. obsessed yep. I mm. am obsessed as well. that's and, cool. There is a bookstore, Trident Bookstore, on Newbury Street that has embraced my typing, so um, they let awesome. me bring my clunk, clunky word machines there. But um, you also get lost in the sound and the smell, and you mm-hmm. you are one with the page. But mm-hmm. anyhow, I've I've sent hand typed letters to clients, to customers, to strangers. Um, for instance, around Halloween, I'll I'll type on the back of vintage educational char- uh, educational skeleton charts. And I will package my letters in black envelopes with a black wax seal with the Johnny Cupcakes logo on it. I'll use postage stamps um, from way back when because you could still use them as long as yeah. they're not already used. So huh. I'll put a Alfred Hitchcock stamp next to a bunch of bird stamps. I'll, oh, my gosh. I'll that's great. Right. I'll, I'll put a Give Blood stamp next to a Dracula stamp. <laughs> and... And it, it allows, it gives me peace and mental clarity because I'm doing arts and crafts. And instead of sending an email blast to thousands of people, I'm sending out 10 or 20 or 30 letters. And that's more of an, more of an impact than the emails, because Mm -hmm. even if they're going to throw away my letters, they have to open it and they have to walk to the trash with email, they might not even see it. And if they like my letters or my packaging, whatever it is that I'm sending them, they might even bring it to the rest of the company and show it around at a meeting. And you can't Mm -hmm. really do that as well with an email or with a PDF. So I'm a big believer of, of tangible things. I do not think print is dead. I think if you have Good design, good humor, um, unorthodox approaches—you can get people's attention, and um, and you can make it fun. Um, yeah. I've done this around. Uh, I, I love Halloween again. Around Halloween, we did pop-up shops in different cities, and we set the pop-up shops up to look like haunted houses, and we would scare our customers, and you know, sold Halloween-themed T-shirts. So, um, I, I. Experimented with direct mail. Um, Direct mail is an old school approach. It's half the junk mail that you throw away, Uh but you can also do direct mail with your own customers, with your own um, file of uh, CSV file of addresses from people who've purchased from you. Um, So I sent out, you know, cards and I had them look like tickets and I had them say admit five on them. Hmm. So people didn't think they were being advertised to. They were so excited to be invited to something. And since they looked like old school movie theater tickets that said admit five, they felt like they could fill their car up with buddies and go to the Johnny Cupcakes Halloween pop up shop and make a night out of it. And we had some of our biggest turnouts at those events. That's Hmm. great. I
0: love that. That's really cool. I love that. So, like, what are what are some of the specific advantages that you think um, our listeners can deliver to their clients that'll really, you know, kind of get get this brand loyalty going for them?
3: For sure, for sure. So, uh, going back to the handwritten notes, mm-hmm. I a couple years back, I took two weeks off from work to work. There's a a thought (laughs) So I I took two weeks off from work to work And what I did is I extracted the exported um, my top spending customers Mm -hmm. I exported the customers who've been with me the longest Okay, And I also exported just a few random customers to put in the mix And I spent two weeks writing handwritten letters um, to customers Wow and I didn't just say, thank you, Johnny Cupcakes. I said, oh, my God, you're from Long Island. That's where my wife's from. Mm-hmm. People say coffee funny. Mm-hmm. Did you know, like, <laughs> my, one of my favorite bands, Glass Jaws, from Long Island? And so is Buster Rhymes. And, and if <laughs> you take the train at night, you might slip on puke because people <laughs> love to party. But they, they're <laughs> super loyal people, and they have the best delis in the world. Anyways. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for the support. Yeah. My family and I appreciate your business. It's like you're all you're and sitting on the
2: same couch having a conversation. Yeah.
3: Yep, yep. Hmm. And I, I was like, Jeez. you know what? I'm gonna get um I'm gonna get fluorescent envelopes. I'm gonna get Batman postage stamps. I'm gonna make them feel like they're getting punched in the face with the celebration of, hey, it's your birthday, or hey, I appreciate you. Yeah. And we we have customers that love the brand, but we have some customers that just don't want other people to know about it. It's like when you don't want yeah. your favorite band uh, to get bigger. Yeah. And You're right. Okay, it's kind sure. Of, kind of a weird, weird scenario, yeah, but I get it. I um, get it
2: too. And but you mentioned Batman stickers, which is interesting, and you brought up some other material. Which is not all John, Johnny Cupcake branded, so you're going exactly. outside of the limits, yeah. not to just yeah, strictly showcase and annoy people in case you know they get tired of the visual sales pitch constantly. Correct. Oh, yeah.
3: And we did have one of those diehard customers post online. He said, "I don't care if Johnny Cupcake sells out to Walmart. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a customer for life. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much, Johnny." And he compliment. posted, <laughs> and he posted the letter that I sent him. Wow! Um, and it, it, you know, little things like that, we, or when we have an event uh, or events, my, you know, my sister and I, and sometimes my mom will hand out ice cream or brown bag lunches to the customers who are waiting in line mm-hmm. or camping out for T-shirts. Yeah. Just, just. Thinking that if you want customer loyalty, you just have to be loyal to your customers, and it's however way you want to do it. I've found um, events build a you can build a community of customers around you. They cannot understand your personality or sense of humor if you're just hawking things at them digitally. So mm-hmm. going out to farmers markets, selling your products, meeting people, networking at um, you know there's different chapters of different events in other cities. There's event listings. There's websites like Eventbrite. Um, there's young entrepreneur things, there's networking on LinkedIn, but just meet people in real life. And and that's where the magic happens. Get coffee with some of your LinkedIn connections. Don't just collect people's contacts, but actually go out and meet them. Right.
2: Right. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, let's all just be completely realistic about some of these instances. You know, when we're starting off or we're just getting our getting our feet wet, we don't always have the money to deliver these types of ideas. I mean, we mentioned Bed Bath & Beyond at the start of the show and that was kind of a ha-ha funny but it does truly work. A lot of people I mean, I, I hear um, Dax with Armchair Expert. I listen to his podcast every now and again and his wife to de- decorate his attic area where he has all these special guests. She, I mean, she's constantly making trips to Michael's. I mean, it, it, <laughs> the look the look doesn't have to be expensive but then on the other hand there's these budget constraints too where people want to make an impression and have that loyalty and embark on those um, embark on those actions to really make a difference but it takes money to to make this work so what are the answers there how do you how do you I mean sure you know everybody says oh you just got to get creative well not that not all of us have those. I'm types a creative of on a budget. <laughs> right, right. We're all on a budget. We're all. On I a can budget. be so
0: much more creative with money. But... Until
2: we make quarter of a million in a day, <laughs> mm-hmm. how do you get yeah, creative yeah. on a budget? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, I've had days where I've lost uh, six hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a day. Um, mm-hmm. I've had days yeah. where I've sacrificed. I've sacrificed my house to get money from the bank to. To make ovens that don't even cook anything because I want to work with the same company that builds Jeff Koons balloon animal sculptures and I had to build a destination spot for my store. So So I've been there. willing to take Um, a
2: risk for sure.
3: Willing to take a risk, being okay with failing, knowing that failures are valuable because, again, they're experiments and that's how we collect data and and make better decisions. But in full disclosure,
2: Um, did you always have a plan B in case the first, you know, option A fucked up?
3: No, I just kind of g- roll with the seat of my pants. I mean, it wasn't until I I um it wasn't until I married an auditor until I started <laughs> uh, thinking best. like I should think. I, I I am a I'm just a just a creative person. I go personal creative uh, ideas.
2: And partnership. Holy.
3: Oh, it is is the best. So I've, you know, trust everybody and and think everybody has the best intentions, but my wife doesn't Care about other people's opinions and she mm-hmm. is wants to protect her close circle of people mm-hmm. and, um, and she's like who is that employee and why do you pay them mm-hmm. that much and, and how do you know they're doing that and and uh she asked me very tough questions. She turns down 99.9% of my ideas. And at first I'm like, why can't you just love me? And, um, and, but then, you know, a day or two will go by and I'm like, Oh my God, this is the only person that loves me to the scale that she would be that truthful and transparent. Yeah, Right. And scared for you. uh, Right. And scared Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, I didn't always have a plan B. I've always had a magic bag of ideas and, and you know loosely written post-it notes and receipts with ideas on them in my clumps of pocket stuff that I transfer from pants to pants, um, but mm-hmm. n- nothing huge. So some things that have helped me, uh, taking pre-orders, that's a great way to take a calculated risk. Um, I've done them before anyone knew or cared about me. I did them when I was going to the charter school. And I had an idea to make the school's first yearbook because it was a startup charter school. And I took my personal scrapbook and I got about 100 pre-orders at $20 each. So in eighth grade, I made $2,000, a $1,500 profit. And I, when I went to go pay for them, I was using other people's money and it cost me $500. And then the next year, the charter school made their own yearbook and I had to come up with another job. So, um, (laughs) you can do that with shirts too. Like there's times where we're a family run brand and we, I mess up, I still fail every day. So, um, if I mess up a few times and our cash flow is depleted, then, um, we have to get crafty. So Mm -hmm. we've, We've still done pre-orders to this day, and, and if you get, um, you get thirty pre-orders or three hundred or a thousand pre-orders for a a poster you made or a T-shirt or uh, whatever it is that you might be uh, working on, um, and, and if you only get two or three pre-orders and it doesn't make sense to make that item. You can just mm-hmm. refund those people and start over, or you mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. use a, a clever website like Kickstarter or Indiegogo and and make a video with some things. You know, help get some help from some friends to make a okay looking video and mm-hmm. put yourself out there. So yeah. um, that that's something that you can do on a budget. Another thing I would say is um, it's tough. Like, don't don't do everything for free, but if People are having a hard time trusting you and, and respecting your work because you're brand new to whatever it is you're doing. I would, let's, if you're a photographer, donate your services for free to five to ten people in five to ten different types of businesses. Go shoot photos for a school. Go shoot headshots for a corporate office. Go shoot food at a restaurant. Nice. Go shoot for an apparel brand. And all you want to do in return is, is ask for a testimonial get a testimonial yeah. on LinkedIn yeah. so that all of their people will see that they trust you and put those testimonials on your website. And I promise you, you will get more business and wow, great you can, you can tell the world how, how great of a designer or artist or photographer or whatever it is you do. You yeah. can tell everyone how great you are, but right.
2: Not until people you would rather it. trust, right?
3: You have to show it. And, and people would rather trust other people's words. Even myself, yeah. I have, um, a few years back when I redesigned my store on Newberry Street in Boston, we added testimonials in the windows um, because why is someone going to walk up the stairs to my store even if they think we sell food and there's bakeries everywhere? Like, We still need to get people to walk in the door. Um, So we have some quotes on the windows and it has helped people become curious Mm -hmm. and it has gotten them into the shop. Mm. So I, I think that's something that... Uh, new designers and old designers can do is collect those testimonials from people you have worked with. And Mm -hmm. if you don't have a big uh, Rolodex of people to reach out to, I would offer your service for free to five to 10 people just to build up trust because testimonials um, do attract trust and nice words are, are in a sense, currency and and will get people to want to learn more. I, mean, yeah, I like that I like really that you put
1: idea. it I like that you put it uh go to different industries too. Like if you're picking those five yeah. to ten people, because that just blankets your network even more into so many different circles, and that's what it, a smart tip, you know. It
3: it is because it, it does do that because um, you know, I see I see a lot of designers doing the same thing or designing for the same companies or trying to uh trying to do a workshop at the same events and it's there's a few things that that happen is one everyone's trying to do the same thing two you're only going to get work from the same type of people based on the same type of work that you put out there yeah and the other thing is in the um just Sometimes people can be tricky in the design industry. I, I've I've seen a lot of um, I've seen a lot of designers get taken advantage of mm-hmm. at uh, events mm-hmm. and conferences mm-hmm. um, because a few designers will decide to speak at an event for free to mm-hmm. get exposure.
1: Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay.
3: And then the people who run that event now we'll decide hey we're not going to pay anybody because we know we'll always have some mm. someone that will do it for free oh. and they'll start using exposure as a as a selling point even though they're selling Dang. tickets that are very high price and oh, they yeah. have you yeah. know they have 45 sponsors that are paying top dollar and it's really hurting other designers that should be getting um should be getting paid for their time and their expertise yeah. but yeah. but uh but that's why you can set up your own events, build your own community. You can, um, you know, and and it's okay to say no too. And it, it's something that I've I've learned to do over the years. Is is just um, try to find out whatever it means, whatever my worth is in this obscure space. But also uh, just learn to say no to things. You don't have to accept every offer that comes through, and and yeah, you just don't have to do that. Right. Got it? Right?
0: Yeah. The,
1: the idea of like having, um, and I've seen it in so many of your posts and, and this idea of like a diehard fan, right? The, the, the guy or girl that is just living and breathing your brand is such an advocate for it. Have there been certain things that maybe have you see spark or make that connection that you have done, particularly maybe even in design or some detail of your product that you said, this hopefully can gravitate somebody and really make them say, I love this brand.
3: Yeah, I, I would say it's the. Um, well, again, it goes back to transparency and and being um, just being human. You know, yeah. if you scroll through my Instagram, yeah, I'm posting some products, but more often than not, I'm posting about my family or I'm sharing a recipe or uh, people. Everyone's curious, and they mm-hmm. when they know that you're a human too, and you're not this. Cold corporate entity, Mm -hmm. which, you know, (laughs) it it sometimes looks cool when you're trying to get cold corporate companies to work with you. But, you know, uh, if I had to choose between 300 companies that were all selling refrigerators and I wanted to buy a refrigerator to display t shirts into my store, all of those companies sold the same exact product. But if one of those companies told me that they were a family run brand, or if they showed a photo of themselves on their bio when they were 12 years old with a bad haircut, yeah. I would, I would, smi- I would smile if I knew what yeah. their first concert was. Like Good my point. first concert yeah. was, um, my first concert was TLC, Boys to Men, and Montel Jordan. And yes, uh, it's just a, it doesn't, it does not change the quality of my product or anything, but it makes you smile, and you're like, okay. This is a person too, and he's right. gone to some cool or embarrassing concerts, and right, it, just there's, there's show nothing yourself. Nothing embarrassing You're, about that. <laughs> I mean, don't there's go not. chasing waterfalls. <laughs> yeah. I, I try. You know, sense. I try. I try, but but uh, but I'm serious. I I think um, I think we should all share more of our personal history because. That is your brand DNA, and that is something that nobody can duplicate from you. Yeah, people can go around and steal, try to steal your clients, your customers. People can copy your style; they can even, you know, rip, rip off, off the exact products you're doing. But, um, but if you can build relationships and also be transparent and just share your journey, your history, um, nobody can take your identity. Um, nobody can take your photos of your bad haircut when you were eight (laughs) or 12 years old, but, um, that, that stuff counts. You go to Ikea, you walk around, you'll see, you know, stories about the owner and his old, um, Volkswagen or Volvo, where he would stack his furniture on the top of his car and, um, stories sell and and they create dialogue and they, they add, um, they add value. They add value to anything that you do. You, you shouldn't push, what you do as much as who you are because who you are is what's going to make you stand out not what you do because what you do has been done before and there's all other there's plenty of other people doing the same thing that are contacting the same companies but they might not be pushing their story um versus True. hire me I'll make some you know a logo for you
0: right yeah so you've you've definitely got a ton of diehard fans. Like I've you know been looking at your stuff and your social media and everything. So how do you show appreciation to those fans to kind yeah. of keep them around in that in that capacity? Because I think that's you know when the, these this day and age like people come and go, but you want to make sure you you stay on top of people's minds. So how do you show appreciation yeah. for those those fans? Well, I
2: guess other than those typed letters, right? That's a huge <laughs> one. Yeah,
3: everything. Yeah. 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 Um, well, showing up at, at events and, you know, um, greeting everyone, greeting everyone. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, and, and, and going back to your other question, what gets these, these customers to, to, to appreciate the brand and to turn into a customer? How do you get a random person to be curious? Um, to give you a little example around Halloween, we have released Halloween themed t-shirts, Uh, We've made up movie titles for movies that don't exist, Hmm. like Count Spatula (laughs) um, or Robot Ovens from Mars. And we will uh, make movie trailers. We've made movie trailers for movies that don't exist just to put them on YouTube to build hype and excitement for this uh, T-shirt release and and event. Uh, We have uh, decided to release the shirts at nighttime and close my store during the day. So you have to go in the dark Wow. to buy a okay. scary shirt. Nice. Um, I've, uh, <laughs> we've, my team and I, uh, we've packaged the t-shirts in VHS tapes to go along with the movie theme. So you get a collectible with your shirt. Uh, cool. Rented out a popcorn machine, had the employees dress as movie theater attendees, set the shop up like a haunted house, showed movies in the windows, and uh, I've gone as far as renting out a real hearse and a real coffin from a creepy guy on Craigslist for two hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: And I and I would personally get delivered in a uh, in a hearse and a coffin when the door's open to my T-shirt wow. release. Now, that $220 or $250 um, for the hearse and the coffin, that has gotten me hundreds of thousands of dollars of free press because Channel Channel 7 News, their job is to write about interesting things and report on interesting things. And they showed up and they wanted to find out why there's a hearse and a coffin in front of a bakery that doesn't sell real food and what's going on. (laughs) No,
0: it's better than no the alternate headline. How did this? How did Johnny Cupcakes uh, go missing after a Craigslist encounter? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> exactly. well, that's that's, guy. Uh, <laughs> that's one way to go out, yeah, yeah. Um,
3: it, it was, <laughs> um Yeah, it was definitely scary and weird, but uh, people still talk about it to this day. We've sold ice cream-themed shirts out of ice cream trucks packaged in ice cream containers, and you get free ice cream with your products. Uh, We've sold breakfast-themed T-shirt designs that you can only buy during breakfast hours. And if you make it to my store in the morning, you will be uh, greeted with real breakfast as well Mm, to go along with the breakfast-themed shirt. Yeah um we've I think had I'm shirts to with boston man honestly <laughs> yeah, come. um we've done shirts with secret messages inside uh, we just did a a chucky inspired uh t-shirt design that came packaged inside of a doll box um we've you know we could go on and on but it's it, yeah. it's taking something ordinary making it extraordinary and not stopping at one or two things because people have one or too many options and you to get a stranger to be curious
0: there you go mm-hmm. i love that mm-hmm. all right we're going to get right back to the show but before we get there i want to talk about my friends over at freshbooks um you've heard about them on the show before it's because we all love them and we've been using them for years and years so basically in a nutshell freshbooks makes ridiculously easy to use cloud accounting software for you know creative agencies and freelancers alike it's going to help you work smarter get organized, and most importantly, get you paid quickly. A few things I really like best about FreshBooks. First of all, it's quick. You know, you can get it set up within 30 seconds. Uh, the other thing I love is it really makes you look professional with very little effort on your part. All you really have to do is upload your logo, your colors, add a client, and before you know it, you're sending these really professional-looking invoices that make you look like you're running a real business, because I know you are. Uh, you don't want those you know, janky uh, Google Docs that you find online and you kind of retrofit to make look like a real invoice. No more of that. There's no excuses. Uh, with FreshBooks, they've got multi-currency invoicing, so you can bill uh, people in just about any country, and it converts the currencies over. And they also send automated late payment reminders. So it helps you avoid having that awkward talk with your client about past due payments. You know, when they automate the late payment email reminders, you can spend less time chasing payments and more time working your creative magic. So, um, and also the support is amazing. So uh, we've worked out a free 30-day unrestricted trial. So what you're going to do is go to freshbooks.com slash graphic. And enter deeply graphic design in the "How did you hear about us?" section once again for thirty free days. Go to FreshBooks.com/deeplygraphic and enter deeply graphic design in the "How did you hear about us?" section. All right, now back to the show.
3: I I, I hate uh, I hate to you know to, to flip the script and and I know your job is to to ask me things, but um, I'm curious what you guys have been doing lately, uh, or what you've been struggling with, and and if there's anything that I can give you some ideas for to help you with your
1: sure your work. I mean, gosh, I think a lot of times too, it's the uh, going from a one person business to more than a one person mm. has always been probably a, a hard thing. And then you wonder, do you want to do it? Uh, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, uh, and I see so many great examples of, of growth in business and that's what we're expected to, to do and be, but um, that's a hard hurdle, you know, making that. that yeah.
3: leap. I'll give you my, my, Two cents on that. My what would Johnny do? Yeah. I um,
1: <laughs> Got my bracelet on.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I've at one point I had 40 employees, five stores and the thing that I built for freedom. Felt like a prison that I built around myself and I was not happy for a while. Yeah. And um, my costs got really high. There were some years where we made millions of dollars, but it cost us more than millions of dollars to make millions of dollars. So it, you know, yeah. sometimes it, it's a lot. And then when you care, you bring these worries home. And oh, yeah. you're, you're the most valuable real estate you have is in your brain. And, and if that's taken up your family time, it's not worth it. There's a there's this hustle culture that's promoted and it's um, promoted every day. And it, it makes me sick because while hustling is important to get something off the ground, you you can't forget spending time with your family and friends and making traditions because when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to be wishing that you had a bigger team or worked more. And, totally. um, and I know you want to challenge yourself and see how big it can get. And it's, it's weird. It's like half of it's a game, half of it's to prove to yourself that, that you're worth more than this and that you're, um, that you can do it, yep. you know, that you can, that you can be more, but it can get tricky because yeah. it, it as you get older and as people in your family get sick, like my, um, Oh God, last October, my, my mom was in Barbados with her friend on a vacation and the last day they were walking on a crosswalk and they, they got, struck by a vehicle a car stopped but another car rushed around them my mom's friend died on the scene my mom was in a coma for months and i oh had my to God. my my sister and i had to mentally prepare ourselves for potentially not we don't didn't know if our mom was going to be around it, or if she'd come out of that coma or if she'd remember us and in an instant even though i work with my mom and i see my mom most uh, more than most people instantly i regretted any second wow, that i spent outside of this state and i would have i would have paid i would have given my left arm to to take to get more time back to be with my mom my mom is on the road to recovery oh thank god thank goodness and 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 mm-hmm. you know she's just working on gaining weight and and you know um, but she she is still the same person we remember with a great personality and sense of humor so we um we're very thankful, but just not to take a, a turn for the worse here, I just wanna But let it's people perspective it's perspective, man. It I think
1: you nailed yeah. it. And you yeah. said too it's like that, that what used to be the freedom in your head has turned to almost like that prison. And mm-hmm. and, and you we I think comparisons and things like that. I, I every student I talk to, every designer I talk to and because of social media and everything else, there's always that like you're comparing yourself to everyone now. It's sick. It's it is, sick. You and, wake mm-hmm, you yeah. wake
3: up and you the first thing you do because you wanna the only thing you could do you don't have coffee next to your bed mm-hmm. so you're opening your phone. <laughs> yeah. and, I do. And I have coffee. And you sit there. You, <laughs> yeah. you sit there. A lot of people will sit there for 35 minutes or right. so and they'll flip through. And we're doing two. We're doing three things. One, we're hurting our eyes, and uh, two, we're 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 adding information in our head before we can even get our own clarity of what we want to do for the day. And three, we're Mm -hmm. comparing ourselves to what everyone else is doing. And not in a sense like you know, we're not saying everybody's a no one's a jealous person, but you just feel a little bit less productive when you spent the first part of your day. Looking at all the the highlight reels uh, of, yeah. of people's yeah. lives, Actually, right? Um, yeah, and, and it's and then what? And you go take a shower, and you're like, okay, where do I start? I I, I am <laughs> yeah, I am I am worthless. I'm this already behind. I'm already behind. <laughs> this person's in the Bahamas swimming with with real pigs. This person <laughs> right. just got promoted. You know, no one's sharing the bad yeah. stuff. But um, I, I uh, yeah. So I. I you know, I've, I've, again, I've been, do, I've had my brand for 19 years and, and I've experienced the, the extreme highs and the extreme lows. And, um, right now in my life, I just want more time. I, now another tricky thing's happened. Okay. So I got to a point where I had all these people, places and things, and it, it was hurting and it was tough. And I didn't, I wasn't brave enough to let go of employees. I I made up excuses. Maybe this next collaboration Mm -hmm. with G-Shock Watches is going to be the thing that Mm -hmm. does it. Mm -hmm. Maybe this. And I made up jobs for people that never existed before. Ultimatums
2: over and over.
3: Yep. (laughs) I kept doing it. And I I put off the decision of letting people go for three years, Um, even though I was professionally advised to let people go. Mm. That's tough. And well, I you're a people person, though,
2: too. That makes complete sense. I, I
3: am, and that's. Uh, and I'm sure your a, wife really a had a hard a time with this. <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> and and she's she loves people, but she. Um, yeah, but she that really audit loves, mind like business. She really, business SMRs, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. She loves things that make sense. She loves competent people, and she loves, um, you know, she she loves when things work. She she doesn't. Uh, And she really values her time, and that's something that she's taught me. I I was a person that was always, um, you know, scrambling around or running behind, and um, right, right. You know, I just. But anyways, I I let. Bigger and better is always on
2: the the horizon.
3: Yeah, bigger and better, and I made that decision, and I I let go. um, I let go seven people in my office of twelve, and. I was crying, and my mom and my sister were there with me, and they were having a hard time you Aww. know and it yeah it, they become it, family um, ate a sub yeah and i I had to let go of my own cousin who's still not talking to me ah. and it kills oh, me wow really? it kills me he's not thinking about the five years that I employed him he's thinking about yeah. the the five minutes yeah. that i I had to let right. people go right or else or else I wouldn't have a company, and this company right. yeah. wasn't wasn't built to to give you know, everybody else's job, it was built for me to spend more time with my immediate family and I needed challenge.
1: to take yeah. care of them first. And, uh, and but I will tell that. you,
0: it's crazy. Yeah. You do. That's the uh, only thing, it, too. Like, go ahead, like, I, like I have a sister who's a graphic designer. She's been on the show before, and I struggle because sometimes I want to give her some work or I think about hiring someone who's in my family to do a specific job. But then I come back around and I think, I never want to hire anybody that I can't fire. If I have that, yeah, to. because that's
3: true. That's true.
0: You know, then then they know, they know you can't fire them. So it's like yeah. they probably won't be doing the best possible job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just true. need to know that, that's true. you know, I, I need that emotion taken out of work, it.
3: Working with, um, it's different for everyone's families. Like my, my sister and, and my, my family is great. But yeah. uh, with our, and we've had some struggles too. We've had, sometimes when sure. we hang out, we talk about work more than life and we need to hit Inevitable. the reset button. Inevitable. Yep. But, yeah. But I uh, when I let go seven people in my office of 12, um, within 24 hours, we became 10 times as productive. Uh huh. Um, mm-hmm. We had meetings for things that we didn't need to have meetings for. Yeah. We dude, had, totally. I, I sure. got a space because, you know, this this whole uh <laughs> Big uh, office, open floor concept, giant windows thing seemed like the the way of the mm-hmm. future, and mm-hmm. and it and it hurt us. And yeah. and I found out that a lot of my employees at the time were doing work for other clients mm-hmm. under this roof that I couldn't even afford, but I did it for them. Yeah. Um. So any anyhow, uh, I figured I figured out that you can be just as successful without all the people, places and things. And, um, even with design work, um, you know, I work with a lot of freelancers and what's great about it is they get to be the best themselves that they can be because they can go work at a coffee shop. They don't have to go to the same place every day and be expected to be creative. They can be a stay at home mom or dad. They can have that flexibility. And then for me, I don't have to pay for a bigger office. Right. I don't have to pay win-win. for health insurance. I don't have yes. to um fire anybody cuz they're working on a, on a per project basis and yeah. it uh and it's it's good. So yeah, to your point Wes, um I I agree. I, I know that emotional feeling that you don't ever want to have to let anyone go. Like I never want more employees. I really don't. Some yeah. days I want to, you know, grow my brand a little bit, but mm-hmm. I Geez, there's nothing better than a a small, a small brand that packs a punch is is yeah. where it's at. Well, it's and you all, definitely really have the benefit
2: at. of knowing what you know. You've done, you've measured the two. You've been, you've been there I've to been know. There, yep, yep, yeah. And sometimes yep. it takes those, like you've said throughout this show, failures here and there to understand what works the best, what's the what's the most beneficial. I wish so badly that this show was broken into two segments because we're talking so much about quality of life yeah, and, as yeah, well as and we definitely should probably come up on another episode where we do discuss that, but the three of us really try to hone in on just speaking to the quality of life or the, that, that's a designated show in and of itself with our listeners Um because you're right. It's not all about you know, the, the workaholic fame, there's no such thing to us.
1: And we're in control Mm -hmm. of it. We are. I think sometimes we lose the, the um, perspective that as business owners or small, small independent contracts or whatever, like you said, uh, Johnny, that freedom of being able to choose and do who we want to work with, what we want to do. So that quality of life thing is in our, our control, you know, Mm -hmm. it is. And and I think we got to know that, that, that our hands on that wheel and what, what does it take? And isn't it
2: interesting, you become so, the first reaction to a potential scenario is to become scared and afraid, or what if I don't get any more work, well, oh my gosh, what my partner and I just had our second child, and I was worried with new clientele and new accounts that I was landing. Like, oh my gosh, if they find out, and I show up at this meeting with a big belly, are they gonna, are are <laughs> yeah. they going, to, yeah. are they gonna say congratulations? And in the back of their mind, going, what the fuck? I mean, how how are we gonna be? Able, we just initiated and established this relationship, and now we know that we can't move it forward. You know, and it, it's, I am with it's you. It's interesting. I'm with you you, I'm about you to, break I'm, down I'm and be you start to too. share that. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, you start to share. Like, oh, I'm sorry, you're gonna hear some cooing in the back of this. My we I just have a three week year old and all of a sudden the sh- the conversation shifts. Oh my God, I had no idea. Thank you yeah. so much for telling me. Yeah. You know, a little bit, a little bit goes a long way
1: and in everyone sharing that your brings story. It. They yeah. do,
3: they do, and that brings it back to to being transparent yes. because mm-hmm. no one, no one, no one's perfect. No one has it figured out. Everyone's balancing the chaos. Yeah, yep. um, My my um, yeah. my wife and I, are, my wife and I are adopting. We just got matched oh. with twin girls from oh. South Korea.
2: Amazing.
3: And awesome. we, I could get a call in in five minutes or five months, and we are just yeah. Um, you wow. can't tell. Oh my gosh, we, that's just uh, nerve
2: wracking and t- and t- crazy exciting
3: I know, all at once. But we're... <laughs> We're so excited. We're so lucky. And I am more than ever learning to say no. And I, I, you know, I'm getting offers that I never in my life would have thought I'd receive in places very far away, though. And yeah. I, I have to say no. And yeah. and even though, yeah. even though it's a lot, I just, um, I just want to be home with my family. And, and I, and I can't let, I cannot let these opportunities like take control of my time. I there's gotta be a way to figure it out. Right. There's gotta be a way to have more clients closer to home in places right. that get you back home the same time right. to to tuck yeah. in your kids for, for bed. Absolutely. And, and I'm I collaborate with developers,
2: for example, yeah. that will say a heads up, sorry, this weekend or Friday, it's family day hope you understand. And it just embarks on this, this amazing exchange from that point on. It's like, I'm so glad you said something. I have the utmost respect for what you just gave me a heads up for. Yeah. And it makes a human
1: relationship with that client. Like you might've had a very business relationship with that client. And the minute you do drop that personal thing, it's almost like, Oh, I forgot we're, we're human here. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Everyone needs a break. And, and and I I totally agree. Yeah.
3: And I, I've had from saying that and, and fe- having that fear that they wouldn't want to do business with me because I'm saying no, it's turned into more opportunities, surprisingly, mm. like or or more convenient ones like, hey, maybe instead we can we can still Skype with you with our team and you could give uh, us creative beautiful. ideas. Oh, my gosh. And, that's beautiful. And, and I get to be at home in my sweatpants and <laughs> and give other people ideas. So I've been doing that with big companies and also small brands just. um Yeah doing that, that what would Johnny do and, and just trying to figure it out. But, but yeah, Nick, I, I, um, um, to your point, I, I don't, I know what you're saying. Like just the other day, Nick and I were talking and I was like, man, I don't know if I could make the podcast. I, I just had an opportunity come up for a potential space in New York city and it's, and I, I think I should go check it out. But, um, but I sat down and I had dinner and I talked to my family and I, I said, you know what? I, I, I need to think about this more because, I am Good. so at peace with myself right wow, now and, and and I yeah. just I don't I don't need that that would be cool but I don't need that and hmm. um Do you think yeah. it was so, more like going
1: with your gut hmm. you just felt you, you had to have that conversation and
3: Yeah, it was going with my gut yeah. and just talking out loud and and talking to other people and and uh who knows may, maybe something better will come up at a better price mm-hmm. or a better time mm-hmm. but I'm I'm trying to write a book right now. I'm trying to do more local creative consulting. I'm trying to get ready to be a dad. So there's there's a lot of more important things right now than than uh, I think opening a retail store. Unless somebody can absolutely prove to me that it will not <laughs> put it out there, it will, man. Put it out there that it will not take that they can run with it without without having to take up time, space, and in, in my mind, because I need to focus on. Some other life things right now, um, but yeah, yeah. Do you guys? Uh, and, and then, um, uh, do you guys have any other things that you're struggling with? Or Johnny, or, you are uh,
2: the first guest that we have had on this show I know, I love that it. has shifted <laughs> the script to ask us some questions. Yeah. And you need to know we appreciate that. appreciate that. You need yeah, to know that's that. That's
3: really yeah. cool, dude. Well, it's uh, not about me. I wanna. I just. I wanna. And Following the show, we're all going to
2: expect that typed letter. So, uh.
3: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And I'm I'm going to buy a typewriter tonight. I'm getting the (laughs) typewriter, dude. Well, I I would, uh, after the show, well, two things. One, or a few things. One, I'd love to get all of your addresses and t shirt sizes so I can send you something. Oh, Um, this is awesome. Thank you. If you want to rock that book, I appreciate that. I don't know what. you have going on right now, but if you want to cut the podcast off now and keep talking about quality of life, we can. If not, we can do that another time. Can I ask you a quick um, question?
2: I know we're kind of going off tangents, but whatever. It's organic fine. and it feels <laughs> yeah. Um Exactly. That, that T-shirt that you had, I couldn't tell if it was a joke or <laughs> if it was just a great c- closing to one of your events that you spoke at to oh, yeah. generate a t-shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. of a review that was just kind of dissing you. Oh, did you wind up doing y- that?
3: Yeah. It's, it's on our production schedule. Oh nice. my we'll God. Liking, um, that. The one star so, review. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to put a, I'm going to put no a one star review. <laughs> yeah, we. You, you have to take other people's negativity and, and turn oh, it into. Dude. You know what? Exactly what you to, you know, I would
2: be curious. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you've ever thought about running a, Surrey. you know what, knowing your brain now, you probably have already done this. Um, Taken a survey of those that have visited your shop and gotten all you know candied up with their senses with the smells when they walk in their shop and ha- and can't do anything other than visit a pastry, a bakery, yeah. a following his, your store when they pur- purchase something or <laughs> yeah, to have I it out to visit. I, I yeah. gotta have a fix. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't know if you've uh, <laughs> caught on to this, but I've I've actually thought about opening a real bakery and calling it Johnny's t-shirts. Yes,
1: exactly. Yes. I like it. Yeah, Yes. Um,
3: and doing that and having that across the street. Um, but yeah, I, I um, You're
0: an agent of chaos, Johnny. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Like
3: I said, I don't, I never studied any of this. I don't know what I'm doing. It's not just me. I, I work with a lot. I collaborate with a lot of different people. So all you need is an idea and, and the, the willingness to, to try new things and to not give up. And, um, You know, if I can do this with something as weird as cupcakes on T-shirts and make it last for 19 years, uh, I think anybody listening, no matter what stage you are at your business, um, you can do some cool things. And and if they don't work out at first, you know, like I said, I had 16 businesses first and they all didn't work out. But they led me to to where I am today. And and you just have to embrace the ups and downs of every part of that journey. Given your sex
2: successes with your shop to Mm -hmm. date, have you tried or successfully incorporated any of those former 16 businesses that did fail, but th- there was a way to kind of merge it? Fuse it your- in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, okay. a, that's a
3: great question. Um, so two things. One is uh, magic. I, I, I still do magic every day, and I, I like to entertain customers when they're waiting in line yeah. at my events. Uh, every day I'm doing magic tricks. I'm not paid Professional magician, but I still, <laughs> right. um, I still practice. And the uh, the other thing that I do, so so I sold Tupperware at one point. I was at a grocery store, and this really cute old lady came up to me, and she said, "Hey, how would you like to to win a free minivan?" And I said, "I'd love to." And she said, "Well, you you just have to um you just have to sell this Tupperware." And I said, "All right." So I, I started selling Tupperware when I was like. <laughs> i don't even know if i was legally able to able do it to but work. they let me <laughs> do this and and this was on the south shore in massachusetts oh and, and it was my my friend eric and i and we would go to these tupperware meetings yeah. with all of these people like and all the housewives you know I I, yeah. I I was i was the only person there my i was the only guy there was the only person my age there but i loved every minute of it i learned two mm-hmm. things that day i learned uh That that French onion dip is the most incredible thing in the world, (laughs) and I also learned about these orange peelers, and they would give us these plastic orange peelers that you would gift a customer if they purchased more than one product, and it was a way to build brand loyalty and higher sales. So that always stuck in my head, and uh, later on, earlier in my career, uh, before I had any stores, before anyone knew or cared about Johnny Cupcakes, I... Um, I started a thing called cupperware parties. Uh Nice. And I would say if anytime someone commented on my shirt at the mall or wherever, I'd say, Oh, if you ever want a free shirt, I'll hook you up with one. All you have to do is invite me to your house, your school or your work. Um, and I'll bring a pop-up shop to you and I'll hook you up with a free shirt or two. And all you have to do is invite your friends over to shop. And I was doing this. Um, I, and it, I was having great success. I ended up opening my own store shortly after, and I stopped doing it. But um, a couple of years ago, I brought it back. And right now, we ha- as we're speaking, today, there are uh, customers of mine who are selling Johnny Cupcake shirts in, in, in other people's businesses oh, wow. across the States. That's great. And wow. um, I, give them, I give them 30% of whatever they sell. We call them cake dealers, um, and they, and we teach them we teach them how to be event planners, entrepreneurs, and it gives me more time with my family. So uh, we have right. between twenty and thirty cake dealers around the U.S., and I think this weekend we there's going to be uh, a dozen or half a dozen pop up shops going on without me having to be there, and it, it's nice. I get to give back, give them the keys to the brand, teach entrepreneurship find a way to get new customers. Um, sometimes we give them exclusive shirts. Sometimes we also give them older shirts. Now, um, instead of me selling, putting shirts on sale all the time, old product is always new to new people. Mm-hmm. True. And the cake mm-hmm. dealer's job is to introduce the Johnny Cupcakes brand to new people. So when we have some extra shirts online, instead of having a sale every week like a lot of brands, we'll send them to the cake dealers. They might repackage them in mystery packaging, but our old product is always new to new people. And it this this whole um, this whole project has has been great. We've had ups and downs, but it's uh, for the most part, it, it's been wonderful. Sounds
1: like it's given you a little bit of room to breathe. You know, like you said, it you is. don't have to be there. And I think that's something too. Like we all. Tr- are trying to find those things that could be productive for our business and everything, but don't demand the extra time, uh, that we, we just don't have.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'm I'm loving it and I, I I just love, I love just trying, I don't know. I love trying new things and, and I,
0: yeah, these are definitely like out of the box ideas in such a great way. I love hearing all these, just different tactics you've taken over the years. and Me too. It's yeah, I, I think yeah, this is going to be kind of eye-opening for a lot of our listeners. Like, it may not be the, yeah. to do the exact same thing as you, but just to kind of don't,
3: think... Don't do the, the exact same yeah. thing. <laughs> no, yeah, I I, don't. I have That's had customers... I've had listeners uh, um, or attendees of some of my talks come approach me, like, you know, a year later and say, oh, you inspired me to start this brand, and they'll give me a T-shirt with, like pastry on it and i'm right, like right i want them to do good i don't say anything yeah. but, like, <laughs> but that's not the know, point keep, keep at it so yes <laughs> uh, you're right wes uh, i think people will take inspiration from this and it, it really doesn't matter what type of business you're doing um the, the key things are relationships are important your mental sanity is important and uh and and have fun go go get your hands dirty it's okay to mess up just just have fun with it and write down why you messed up. Pretend you're pretend you, you have a a parent that's asking you uh, about the failure that you just did. You know, what did you learn from, from pushing Timmy on the basketball court? (laughs) You know, what did I learn? Okay, now I'm not gonna, um, you know, I'm going to put myself in other people's shoes and I'm not going to hang out with the wrong kids and I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to not be hangry all the time. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think people can take stuff away, Wes. Um, I appreciate yeah. that. Well, without nice. the, without, without so that
1: fear, you know, without that fear of failure. That's that to yeah. me is exactly. a big lesson. Exactly. Awesome. Nice.
0: Well, thank you so much, Johnny, for coming on with us today. This has been a, a real uh, sweet treat for me, at least. And I oh, think for all of it. us <laughs> listening as well. So see what I did there. Yeah. So where can people if people aren't already following you, which they probably are, where can people uh, follow you around online and check out uh, what you're up to? Yeah,
3: uh, johnnycupcakes.com and at Johnny Cupcakes on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff.
1: I love it, man. Well, thanks again, dude. This has been such a great talk. I can't wait to hear it's so what great. the listeners say. Yeah, this is going to be awesome.
0: Keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast.